Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. It's Mike again. Old religious dystopia. Well, I was woke up. T- woken up. And... On the bewitching hour, usual. Arise and shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, the gross darkness of the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about and see, all they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see and flow together, and thine heart shall fear and be enlarged. Because the abundance of the sea shall be covered unto thee, converted unto thee, excuse me, the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Situational, situational awareness. Woke up. So I finally decided to um, this week that I, I, I patiently waited two months for some kind of reasonable response. Actually, it's over two months now from my son's mother. Her fell and, and her fell family. Gotta pray for them all the time that they'd be freed. I don't know, God. Anyways, if it doesn't glorify you, God, love it not to work out. Please, God. If it does. And is it in any way that it's it's of any use for you and for my you know my son and maybe them?
that they may uh, come to know that you are the true and living God and repent and change their ways. And then it's worth it. I've had, so way back in March, she gave me partial, the partial schedule for March. Of course, that was late, as usual. And she said she'd give me the rest of it. It might, it might even be, it might be the, <laughs> anyways. Now, June, the only thing she had to do were two, there were two things. Send clothes with Chase and tell me every month ahead of time what the schedule for the month is. I said, I started speaking about Jesus Christ, mentioning it to him, and all hell broke loose. The sorcery and witchcraft that was going on in her family towards me, I pray and ask everyone else of my brothers and sisters to pray for me that the spell be broken completely. Whatever that means, all soul ties be broken. I remember in fall, after Thanksgiving, Michelle, her sister, and her mom sitting on a couch, staring down at me as I was on the floor with Chase. And you could see it, and there, there's something supernatural happened that moment. A darkness came over that room. I'll never forget it. At the time, though, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't realize that there was wickedness afoot. The planning was at foot. Maybe something like that. It made it didn't like the way I looked or whatever, or I don't know. Made it didn't respect me because at the time I didn't have a job because of the the MS. Interesting that I got diagnosed with MS a month, month and a half after a uh, month and a half that same summer that I started dating my son's mother. Within a month and a half, I end up being crippled. What was going on the whole time, God? What kind of foul spirits got into me or Vice versa, maybe. Anyways, fast forward to 
That's 2009. Now we're 2011 in the fall. It was the weirdest thing. Everybody on her side of the family had never even tried once to reach out to me to even get to know who I was. It's like they already knew who I was. Interesting that her own father refused to talk to her unless his wife was with on the phone with him or in the presence with him. Why is that? I talked it up for many years and maybe it was just because of their understanding and they made they knew there was something wrong mentally illness and but her part. I do believe at this point that I am a victim. Holy crud. I can't believe this. I used to dis- disregard the whole thing about gang stalking. I used to dismiss it as uh, just some kind of mental illness on their part. But now that I understand that gang stalking is much more than just electronics or a group of guys just harassing somebody else in the neighborhood but it's spiritual in nature and it's demonic in nature and that it's witchcraft literally I now understand that it's exactly what happens to me all my life why was it that it took them half an hour to revive me and get, and get me to breathe when I was born. Why was it that my dad hated me? Couldn't talk to me. Couldn't stand looking at me. Despised me all my life. Like he did, like he couldn't help it. He talked to his other children, but he would not talk to, even talk to me. Didn't treat the other children all that great either, but why? Why the profound isolation from the moment I was born? Limited friends, any kind of relationships. And then when I did end up having a relationship... It always was with somebody that at the end it was really not that good for me. Vice versa, probably. Very disturbed people. What happened? Some say it was because of the choices you made. Well, I wasn't really given too many choices. Therefore, that's why I made the choices I made. They say, well, it's you know to prove your 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 worth, right? Your val value, your valor, your righteousness before God. How does a little boy have even the slightest idea what any of that means?
why the Mormons show up when I was eight. Why did they choose to hold me back? Back to uh, fall, the 11th. 2011, let's just say, in the fall. Uh, around Thanksgiving, and the three witches conniving what they to do to, to me. And interestingly enough, on my birthday, Two thousand twelve, January fifteenth. If that is even my birthday. The plan went into motion. I never had that birthday. I figured she was busy, just didn't think about it, she would think about it, but she never thought about it. It was a Friday, Saturday. She made this big do whatever they say. I can't even speak. Why can't I speak, God? Why did you keep? Why did they even they have that right against me? Whole life, God. What happened to me? Anyways, she made this big old ordeal and. Oh, and called and said, I read it in your journal of how much you hate me and all this and in your fourth step. And that was the first time she broke up with me prior to me and my son being born. And I was very upset. And one of the things you do is you, when I was an AA, you're venting yourself and dealing with a, a grievance. You know, you have some kind of resentment towards one. It's just write it all out and say, what are you angry about? And I just said a whole bunch of terrible things. She used that against me. Although she couldn't use it against me at court. And she actually didn't have any the the, the journal. How did she know about that unless she snuck into my journal? Of course she did. That's what she was doing all along. And then that was justification for me saying, you know, inventing. Well, I frustrated the first time she broke up with me. Because I really did love her. I really did love her. I thought she, for the first time in life, that someone actually loved me. Well, that's not the case. 
I look back in my life, and I never had anyone ever love me. Poor Mike, you might say. Well, truth, my only hope is that, that God loves me and that Jesus loves me at this point. I mean, not, not necessarily a bad place to be. Of course, there's your mother's love. To her best of her ability, she loved me. Although, I imagine someday I'll deal with that old scenario. So, that Monday, so she she doesn't respond to any of my phone calls, so I finally said, I don't know what the hell's going on, but She's telling me she's gonna get drunk and get drunk and kill herself, and I'm like, well, I'm up, I'm stuck alone in the house with the baby, and so I called my dad, my mother, and my dad, and uh, he, my dad actually came picked me up. I think that I think. That contributed to his death. What happened in the corresponding to that, that in that month? I mean, towards the end of his life, he, I think he cared, but then you know, but never said it. Never really. He did try once. We went to, I don't know, Frisch's or Bob Evans or whatever the heck it was. Have a cup of coffee together. And he asked me to go with him. And I think he wanted to talk to me, but he couldn't. And he smiled and said, it's okay, Dad. I understand. So anyways, Monday, she gets the lawyer that she obviously had the lawyer already ahead of time. Somebody she knew, and that's another fellow witch in the coven that they all go to and attend AA because in their coven, I just didn't now realize they use AA as a, a refuge for them. Not to get closer to true living God or to actually change outside of their, but to use it as a a platform, a place to get together. And when these women groups get together, they've turned them into actually covens. What a great place to hide. What a great place to disguise your plans. Oh, yeah, we're going to AA, you know, had a drinking problem. You find that a lot of people are involved with the New Age and all that kind of stuff, and they don't know God. will have a drinking problem. Those that practice dark arts will have a drinking problem or a drug problem or just a problem in life altogether because they're demonized, demon-possessed. Great place to be. So anyways, she got the lawyer paperwork and everything was already written up. That week, within two days, 
Miss Prime Meter was already written up the week before she actually pulled off this stunt. Why do they want to get rid of me? Was it simply, I, I for a long time, I just thought she just could deal with the fact that I had MS. But I believe that she was like the icing on the cake for me to get MS. I finally was vulnerable enough for the witchcraft to be, the sorcery to be fully manifest. And they found a useful dupe. I don't know what they call a guy like me in their language, their religion. But she wanted a child. They're both of 43. When we had... My son was born. Ladder on a lot, you know, her last chance, last raw to have a child. She chose me. She planned for what she already had in her plans. To get rid of me and just cash in on that and I would be her full-time babysitter and also get the 600 bucks a month for me. Interesting, in the past two months, I've lost 20 pounds. Not because I've not been eating, but because I've been eating good and because I don't have the stress of constantly taking care of my son. God has been blessing me, too. I believe this. He's actually been allowing me to think more clearly about what's going on. Spiritual warfare is real. It turns out witchcraft is real. That I've been a victim of it my whole life and these in the demonic realm. Uh, is real, and I've been literally been victimized from the, within my mother's womb. What went wrong? I'm not saying I'm the only person who's going through that. In fact, I think the vast majority of us have been victimized by witchcraft. People will try to tell you the United States of America is or United States, maybe Washington, D.C., or Christian, as a Christian nation, a Christian country. No, it isn't. It's always been run by witches. This world's run by witches, never by Christians. You start following the true living God, then they throw everything in the kitchen sink at you because they do not want you to know what the light is. They don't want you to shine a light in the darkness to reveal the fact that you've been ruled your whole life by witches who worship and serve demons and vice versa. Interesting, at the same time period, 
and I never really spent any time in the internet, believe it or not. Must be one of the few people even back then in 2011. Any time on the internet. And then I started learning about things like 9-11 and everything else was going on. That's how isolated, how alone, how perfect of a victim I was. Always yearning, just my yearning always was to belong. Be loved. I thought I found someone that actually loved me. That she couldn't love. She's a product of something vile. Maybe in the end, it will be the best that um, if God sees it, then I'm not supposed to spend any more time with my son now. Maybe for the rest of his life. I don't know. I'll put it in God's hands, but I know it's, I've been waiting and waiting, and she doesn't wait and save. She doesn't have my son to save her money to get an esquire, the king's court, to uh, represent me. Maybe I might get some hope. Also, her lawyer retired, supposedly. That's what my, that's what my lawyer says. Is it right to lie about someone who did nothing wrong to you? Is it right to hate someone that you never, that that when really the only sin they ever did was fall in love with you? I'm saying sin against them now, not against God. And always be there for them. And patiently, patiently wait for the moment where you could actually maybe have a chance to communicate. And all those years, since 2012, actually, prior to that, if I'm honest, but since then, definitely since the plan was put into motion, I've been nothing but gaslighted, demonized, lied about, Is it simply just to hide her sins towards me? Or what she did to me and to everyone else? And then again? You see, it's not her first rodeo. There's guys before she did the same thing to. I believe she's a victim. I believe she's demonized. I believe she's demon possessed. I've seen her eyes shift. I've seen her daughter's nose turn into a hook nose. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. What's going on was Allie's nose. I remember talking to her, her brother or my son about it. You know, I never, I never remember her having such a hooked nose. This happened after I said that Jesus loves her and that she needs to follow. Him. In fact, <clears throat> her foulness started manifesting right after that. 
At first, I thought it was because, you know, God wanted me to make sure, you know, that she heard the message and she'd be saved. And maybe at the end of the day, that's part of it. But the big deal was what happened was God was revealing to me what I've been going through all my life. And in particular, the past. Um, seven years now, six, seven years, eight years. Actually, if you go all the way back to 2009, then we're, we're talking, what, nine years? Why did no one ever warn me or her family how bad she was? Now, I heard people from the program say how bad she was, but this was from bad people talking about bad people a lot. At a certain point, you go, well, i got to take a chance. You know, I'm 43 years old and then never found love yet in my life. Every other person I thought loved me, but no, they were just in love with me being in love with them. A fine example of the Jezebel spirit. I was used all along. And I guess I used to, if I'm honest, because I was looking for somebody to love me. And that wasn't a good enough reason, I guess, to be with somebody, it turns out. What is the point of being here, God? The only thing I can figure out at this point to realize what you have in store for us, for those who are the sons and daughters, your sons and daughters, through by Jesus Christ. And to go through, I guess, a life or a season, depending on how you look at it, but it seems like an awful long season to me. This is a combination of seasons of heartache, struggle, and misery. I guess is to know what you've done for us and also to finally know what the devil and his minions have done to us and the people that we care about. And Lord, you said the vengeance will be is yours. And if we are your children, then we'll... I pray that we will be part of that vengeance against those who have oppressed us all our lives. All this started happening, too, about the same time period in my life. I guess I had a midlife crisis. I've been trying to conform and fit into the world forever and ever today, and I was now in my early 40s. And I remember in 2008 when I had that got really sick in August and I was on the railroad and and um, I don't know what happened. Something really just bizarre happened. It 
was also the old girlfriend at the same time period. She showed up. I was dabbling with the, the new age stuff. Someone that I thought about for 16 years, and then it turns out that her, she said she's getting divorced, and she wasn't getting divorced. She just messed around with me for about a couple of weeks, or more. and then her husband found out about it. And uh, if he didn't already know about it already, she's a lifer in the army, in the military. But her husband, he's into the computer thing. And uh, he, I'm sure that he's part of this whole thing, too. Gang stalking. Why was my life such a mess? Why was not something better offered in my way? Nothing ever was any good. And so in the end, you, you, you out of desperation, sheer desperation and not being guided by the Spirit of God, and not being covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, you go for whatever comes your way. Well, this time, maybe this is what's supposed to, you know, I, hey, my first love from high school, maybe she real, really was thinking about me like I was thinking about her all this time. Maybe we can do it right. You know, she broke up with me. She wrote a long letter to me. Saying how she made a mistake breaking up with me. A couple of years later, actually, when I was on my Mormon mission, she did that. What was all that about? Outside of soul ties and everything else. Why show up 16 years? At least 16 years. 17, 16 years later? Yeah, 16 years. And then... I also decided that time, you know, I, I, I kind of decided, you know what? I'm going to go follow my dreams. I always wanted to be an artist, so I really was pursuing it hard. Everyone ever was told me to do so, and I was doing my own thing. And then Michelle Foles shows up. And a few others as well. And why is it that I never could connect with anybody? Anyways, going back now to 2012, and they all set me up for the for the kill. So she gets a lawyer. She's already amazingly. The paperwork's already done. There's no attempt at all reconciliation. There's no attempt at all of doing anything because it was clearly planned that this is what was going to happen. And a month later, the disability check shows up, and she cashes in. And two and a half years of me waiting for the, the, the disability check to show up, which is actually longer than it is actually three years. And after the lawyer took 25%, and she took a big chunk of it, and I was left with, I think, 
which allowed me to get a car. I got a uh, beat-up old Subaru uh, Forester because it's a pancake engine and all that kind of stuff. And I was able to use that for three years. Until it just, uh, the money ran out, you know what I mean? Just, although I tried numerous times to get that to work. Every time, something would happen with my health and it would fall apart. You'd end up in the hospital because of the quote-unquote MS. Or I'm still walking. I have to walk with a cane. And here we are, seven years later, pretty much. My son will be seven in August, so. I put my seven years in, God. I don't know what comes from this. I don't want to run away from my son. I don't want to run away from anybody. They don't seem to have to. They all run away from me. Why is that? Why the burning and aching and the pain from my feet and my feet and my body? Why the cloud? Why the constant spiritual attack? Why? Why the profound isolation? I'm a nice guy. I'm not an ugly guy. I'm not like a threatening guy. I don't... I'm not like some kind of pervert or anything like that. I'm not some guy that's into any of that stuff. Why am I a threat? Why am I been so hated all my life? And why has it been such a difficulty for me to bond with people? Not because I can't bond with people, but because it's like there's a curse upon me. Refused that I'm not allowed to bond with anybody. I've done nothing wrong. I mean, I'm a sinner like everyone else, and yeah, I sinned and lived a life of sin, and a man of the world, and I've, I've repented, changing my ways. I have faith in Jesus. I'm not accusing my God. I know my God's, although he allows this for his own good, it's the devil, the demons, the reason why this is happening in the first place. And I know he's using all my suffering and the suffering of others to condemn these things for eternity. It's a cruel game. But they're the ones that started the game. The devil started again. Well, how does this world system work? You got the devils, demons, then women, then men. It's never been a patriarchal society, although we attempted to make that happen. And the way they presented it because of war and politics that was in front of you in your face. Oh, it's a patriarchal society. It never has been. 
who are behind the men? You'll find over and over and over again New Age occultists, witches, and sorcerers and their man. Their useful tool. Now, I'm not saying they're not male sorcerers that have a little more power than the females. This is true. But they're not as many as you think when it comes to males. The vast majority of them are females. Most of us males are just too stupid and just been too dumbed down and turned into dumb animals. Like the high priest of the dark magic Andrew Kissinger said. Now, does that mean that we should just blame everything on women? No. In the end, it's fallen man, and it's because we put everything else but God first in our lives. God, if I'm if I am not putting you first in my life, this this lawyer thing, let it not work, please. Please don't allow it to waste my resources, time, and money. Allow only the prayers of my brothers and sisters in Christ to to be heard, and those of my enemies who hate me, and they don't even know why, because they believe in such things as men against women, right against left, them against us. It simply comes down to this, folks. Either you follow Jesus Christ or you follow the devil. There's no in-betweens. There's no yeah buts. It literally is that simple. Most of us don't have a clue what that means to follow Jesus Christ. read the Bible, though, it kind of makes starts making clear who he is, what the plan was, what the great mystery of Jesus Christ is, and salvation, if we just have abiding faith in Jesus. And we change personally. Even if we can't change a lot of the things of the past and the damage and all the other stuff, all the things that we were ensnared to follow to do, whether it's giant student loans or mortgages or all these other things, these illusions that they're all designed really not to set us free but to snare us. False religion. Pursue what it means to love God for your heart, mind, strength. 
to love your neighbor. What is your neighbor? To love your neighbor, you have to tell them the truth about Jesus. And then you have to get a deal with the fact that they're all going to hate you. And they can't even help that because they're demon-possessed. At the bare minimum, demonized. It's heartbreaking. I'm not looking for anybody's sympathy. I'm just saying this to say it because I'm going to share my life experience and what's gone on. What happened to me? With the hope that someone else, another brother and sister in Christ, who might be ensnared and trapped in New Age mysticism and sorcery and witchcraft, which is the old age, old religion, the nightmare that they create for them, that's been created for them, and they continue on. They break free and have hope in Jesus because there is no other hope. You put your hope in slaving away, the wage slave, with the, the hope that maybe you can get some kind of relief or have an experience, go places. After going to all sorts of places, you realize a couple of things. It's pretty empty. And it doesn't satisfy the soul. And so you need more and more experiences until those experiences destroy you. What is the purpose of being here? It's not about making this place a better place because it, clearly if that was the case, there's no an awful lot of people who have attempted and tried and been destroyed for doing so. And the place doesn't get any better. It gets worse. So it has nothing to do with this place. This place is the stage. of a drama against good and evil. And you have to make a decision which side you're going to be on. I want to be on God's side. And I had no idea what that actually meant. And how lonely that journey actually is. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.